0: Hey everyone, welcome to Gilmore Gals, My name is Karishma, and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, jana and Anusha. In today's episode, we'll be recapping Season Two, Episode Two of Gilmore Girls. Um, so, what did you guys think of this episode?
1: No, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you go. Oh, I, was, um, I thought it was a good episode. Um, we really try to, we really get to see. Um, the turmoil Emily and Lorelei kind of go through in this episode. and, um, yeah, it's a it's a good episode filled with drama.
2: Yeah, I really like the episode. Um, <clears throat> that they have that like volunteering activity and everything going on with in uh, it. That part is um, a little bit funny because'll we'll, we'll find out. But um, I just really liked that part of the entire episode. It's, like, a little bit different scene than what we usually see with the girls. Um, And then, yeah, the whole thing with Emily and Lorelai, obviously family drama. But uh, (laughs) volunteering work really is a nice segue into, like, Rory and Paris' relationship and all that, so yeah definitely
0: yeah we never really get to see Rory do like stuff like hammering and building a house so it's always fun (laughs) all right so before we uh dive into our discussion we're just gonna take a quick break Hey, guys. Want to help support Gilmore Gals? You can support this podcast with a small monthly donation to keep and to sustain future episodes by going to anchor.fm Gilmore dash gals slash support. It works pretty similarly to Patreon and you can pledge to donate as little as a dollar a month to help us keep the podcast running. You could go to our link in the episode description. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So, Jaina, can you walk us through the first part of the episode?
2: Yes. So, the first part of the episode is they start out amazingly. Lorelai comes down the stairs wearing a newspaper veil, and she is pretty much freaking out and talking to Rory about how she needs to, like, know the perfect length for the veil, and she's just trying this out. And then um, they start discussing that everyone is going to make fun of her because all the good dresses are gone and there's nothing good left and she doesn't know what to do and life's over. Um, (laughs) The dramatic scene between both of them is hilarious. And then we move on to the next scene where we see Rory at Chilton, Um, Paris and her friends are talking about summer classes and all the things that they need to do for like college prep Uh, Lisa actually points out to Rory when she comes that they're going to be building um, new homes as a part of like a good activity of volunteer work that they can do, which looks great on college transcript, college applications. So then Paris gets really pissed off and she doesn't want Rory to go and they have this like whole conversation about it. And then Paris is like, oh, no, it's fine. You can go like, I don't care. And then Rory's like, why don't you want me to go? Just tell me. And then that scene is over. And then we see Henry walk past. And he starts talking about Lane and how he's called Lane multiple times. And then Miss Kim is literally, like, scary lady. And so he stops calling. And so he's just uh, telling Rory to give the message to Lane that he hasn't forgotten about her. I... You know, he hopes that she hasn't forgotten about him and that he can, or she can call her anytime and he gives Rory his number to pass it on to Lane. Uh, What did you guys think of that um, little part at school? The little bantering between Paris and Rory?
1: Yeah, I thought it was really funny. It's always like a really funny scene every time Paris and Rory get into it. And Paris is a little quick, one-liner remarks are just like hilarious
2: yes
0: yeah and I thought it was really funny uh was it Madeline or Louise um who kept like talking to Rory as if like everything was fine and she's like hey Rory what's up have you heard about this and Paris is just giving her a dirty look like why are you talking to her (laughs) yeah
1: I think it was like Madeline
0: yeah, I always got those two mixed up. Like, oh, I, I do too. too. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really funny too. Um, so then we move to the scene where um, they are in front of Richard and Emily's house for Friday night dinner and Lorelai is sitting in the car making fun of Rory about how she's going to be building a house and how... <coughs> unfortunate those people will be because rory doesn't know anything about making a house and then they walk by the walk um to the door um and then rory changes the subject and asks Lorelai when she's going to tell richard and emily about the fact that she's getting married and that she's engaged and she pretty much just says you know i'll tell them when i want to tell them like when the date is soon I don't want to tell them now, um, and then they go inside, and Emily is pretty much just saying, like, oh, you know, we, we, we are in a hurry, let's just eat dinner, and that's it, so then they sit down in the dining room, and the food is already served and everything, Richard comes in, and he's even surprised, like, oh, it's time already to eat, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, um, and then Emily is pretty much giving Rory the, or not, yeah, actually Rory and um, Lorelai, both of them, kind of the silent treatment. She's pretty much just, just talking really fast and eating really fast, too, which is surprising for her. <clears throat> and Richard takes Rory to the outside, and he talks about how, you know, he's sorry about what happened last time. And last time they had dinner with Dean, and he pretty much just, like, blasted on The fact that she shouldn't be going out with a guy that's not even mature yet to know what he wants to do with his life. But, um, you know, he apologizes and Rory says, you know what, it's fine. Like, you know, we can move forward. Meanwhile, Lorelai and Emily are sitting inside and Emily is pretty much just like chugging this food down (laughs) and giving (laughs) Lorelai the silent treatment and then, then, then. Lorelai gives in and she finally tells Emily that she got married she's getting married to Max and Emily is just like Emily so she pretty much like didn't care for the fact that she's even gonna get married or the conversation itself she just pretty much just said that you know we'll try to make it if we're in town which is heartbreaking but what did you guys think of just that little scene at the house?
1: yeah i thought it was really petty on emily's part to be acting like this (sighs) Mm -hmm. yeah i agree
0: yeah it was super petty because like what she should have done was probably um just directly called Lorelai or told Lorelai, like hey sugi called me she mentioned your wedding like what's going on but instead she's just like oh like I have to eat quickly, and you got to leave <laughs> as soon as we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I also like it when Lorelai asks Emily if, like, oh yeah, you've heard of Max, right? And Emily's just <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard rumblings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, it's just, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, there is, there's a lot of drama going on there. Um, and then, moving away from that scene, we see Rory and Lorelai walking in. Town, they're going towards Luke's, and Lorelai pretty much talks about how much she regrets telling Emily, and how she's also um, not surprised at the fact that this happened to her, um, because she she just knows that she's that Emily's like this, and um, Lorelai's pretty much really crabby. So when they walk into Luke, they sit down, get a table, and you know she even though she already ate dinner, she wants more food. And Luke asks, like, you know, what are you guys talking about? And then Luke starts ranting. I've, this is the first time I've seen Luke rant like this in the last season and this season. Um, and he just starts talking really fast about how, like, if one thing goes bad in the wedding, you know, the whole thing is just, like, it crumbles apart or something. <laughs> and <Lola, laughs> it like, gives him, like, a look, like, okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's not get hasty here. But, um, yeah, I thought that was a little funny. And then uh, next day, Rory wakes up, and she is fully ready to volunteer for, um, you know, making houses or building new homes for her volunteering activity. And while she is leaving the house, Lorelai actually gives her, this is my favorite part, a sparkly pink (laughs) hammer. I was just like, wow. (laughs) Um, but yeah and then um, Lane comes in with like a bunch of boxes and things and yeah (laughs) what did you guys think about that part
0: I really love the hammer I think that's one thing that sticks out in my mind from this episode whenever I uh, think about it and Um, going back to like the previous scene about Luke I like how uh, how Lorelai is just able to walk in and is like Luke give me my migraine meal like she has a different meal for every mood and he knows exactly what it is and it's just like dang I wish I could walk into a restaurant or diner and just be like oh I need this based on my mood (laughs) yeah I know right
2: (laughs) Yeah, so go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to uh, throw it to you for the next part of the episode.
0: <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, so Lane comes over, and uh, we learned in the previous episode that she's going to Korea, and she doesn't know when she's coming back. Um, so she basically just gives Rory um a box of everything she wants to hide from her mom like cds and makeup and she even included a picture of what she looks like now and a mock-up of what she might look like in six months um and phrases to say in korean in case uh rory needs to locate lane and just like all of these different emergency things um so rory's just like uh okay so then (laughs) she doesn't really like care too much And then Lane leaves and Rory also leaves the house um, to go build the house. Um, And Dean comes by and he's just like, oh, hey, Rory, do you want to hang out today? And Rory's just like, "Uh, no, I have to go build a house. So Dean's very confused by this, of course. Um, And, you know, when she explains why she's doing it, uh, Dean basically gets pretty moody. And he's just like, oh, man, I thought we could go see a movie and go out to eat and go to the bookstore. And Rory um, just, like, tells him, oh, well, why don't we just get pizza tonight and you could watch me buy books off of Amazon? It's basically the same thing. So he's just like, okay, fine. Um, And then we cut to the site where they're building a house, and this construction man gives Rory, like, a rundown of what she has to do. And he asks her if she has a hammer – And of course, she takes out the fun pink feathery hammer that Lorelai gave her um, from her backpack. So the construction guy is just like, what is that? (laughs) Um, So then Rory gets to work and immediately, as soon as she starts hammering a nail, uh, Paris comes out of nowhere and she's just like, that's my wall. Go somewhere else. (laughs) And Rory's just like, wait, you put together this entire wall? Like, that's incredible. And Paris says that she's done it a million times before, and how it's not that big of a deal. And um, Rory's like super confused as to why Paris would build homes during her free time. So Paris explains to Rory how having good grades isn't the only thing that matters when you get into an iv when you want to go to an Ivy League school, and how it's important to do extracurricular activities and volunteering. And Rory's just like, oh, oh yeah, I know that but you know, clearly she did not know that. Um, So then Paris like basically just listed all of these extracurricular activities that she's done, including like working at a suicide hotline, adopting dolphins, teaching sign language, training, um, seeing eye dogs, like all of these different ones. Um, So then Rory asks her like, oh, do you have a life? And Paris says that she'll have a life after Harvard. And she walks away and um, Madeline, I I guess it's Madeline, uh, comes up to Rory and she's just like so cheerful and she's like, "Hi, Rory!" and Paris gets angry at that. Um, But yeah, what did you think of the scene and about Paris and Rory's conversation?
2: I thought it was amazing the fact that Paris has done all these activities. Like, I was really shocked at like hearing some of those, and I was a bit concerned that you know she's quite young to be managing or not managing, but, like, picking up, like, suicide hotline calls, like, I think more, like, I don't know, adults should be doing that age 21 plus, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just loved the shock on Rory's face, though. She was just super surprised at the fact that she, like, had no idea that she needed to do all these extracurricular activities in order to even get into an Ivy League school.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it was like um, a wake up call for Rory, and she just realized that um, good grades aren't the only thing that's gonna get her into Harvard. Um, yeah, but plus I agree with like what Jana was saying. I think Paris is um, a little young, too young to like set up her own like hotline and um I, I would be concerned if Paris Brian it oh to be honest
0: <laughs> yeah she's not the then, most comforting person is she yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah um so then we uh go to another scene so the bus stop in Stars Hollow and uh Dean is just sitting there reading at the bus stop and Rory gets off the bus and she's covered in dirt um, so it's, you know, after she uh, helped uh, build the house. And Dean is just like, Oh, how's your day? Oh, never mind. Let's just talk about tonight. And he starts like listing off um, these movie movie listings that they could go to. And then Rory's just like, Oh, no, I can't do that. I'm like ten years behind on extracurricular. so I have to plan tonight. And then she tells Dean about her conversation with Paris and how, Paris's extracurriculars um, can kick Mother Teresa off the Harvard waiting list Um, so she's like I have to start right now and Dean gets really frustrated and he's just like oh you can't do everything in one night like you have to hang out and kick back it's the summer and Rory's just like I can't hang out or kick back I'm underqualified and horrible Um, and then Dean throws a fit and he's like oh well you said we could hang out tonight and now you're blowing me off like you go to summer school three days a week and now you can't hang out with me like I don't care about Harvard I just want to hang out with you and then they both just like walk away from each other (laughs) um but yeah what did you guys think of this little scene
2: I thought it was really inappropriate of Dean to just at the end he was like But, you know, since I'm apparently two, maybe I'll just grow out of it or something and pretty much like walked away. And so did Rory. But like, he just didn't understand her perspective at all. And I was kind of shocked at that point, because up until now, like, he's this perfect guy. And is super understanding and everything. Then you kind of see like a different side of him. So it was a little weird.
1: Yeah, I agree. I thought it was like a little immature for um, Dean to like, just throw a jab at Rory like that just because she's a busy and I understand he wants to spend time with her but at the same time like I think he needs to see where she's coming from
0: yeah totally yeah I understand like he wants to spend more time with Rory but like he needs to be way more flexible with it like if you know that she's busy just like Plan something in advance and not, like, the last minute. Like, what he did today, like, showing up to her house the day of and asking if she could hang out. Like, just plan something in advance and this whole thing can be avoided. So then we, uh, yeah, so then we transition to Rory and Lorelai's house. And uh, Lorelai is about to go out and she asks Rory about her opinion on her purse. And Rory just snaps at her and is just like, oh, I have no wilderness skills. How am I supposed to get into Harvard if I have no wilderness skills? <laughs> and Lorelai's just like, oh, I don't know. I guess you'll have to give up your dream to major in logging, I guess. Um, and Rory apparently has been like researching places to volunteer, but none of them are going to work out. Um, and she tells Lorelei about how she and Dean got into a fight. So Lorelai tells her that, you know, she has to calm down and she can't catch up. Um, in one night and that she should call Dean and as Lorelai was leaving uh, she tells Rory that she can't help it if Dean is obsessed with her and how he's probably like sitting in his room eating Fruit Loops saying like oh Rory I love you Rory <laughs> and honestly I could see that happening too
1: <laughs> Same.
0: yeah um And then we cut to Lorelai having dinner with Max, and Max notices how Lorelai seems pretty down. Um, So he asks her, like, what's going on? And Lorelai tells him that Rory's going through stress with trying to get extracurriculars, and immediately Max is just like, oh, I can help with that, no problem. Um, And then Lorelai briefly mentions that she's also going through stress with the wedding, um, but she doesn't really go into detail about what happened with her and Emily, so Of course, that's when uh, Max tells Lorelai that his parents were really thrilled when he told them that they were getting married and how his mom like cried twice and how she said like, oh, you don't have to call me mom, but she can if she wants. Um, And they gave him like their first installment of a $35 check for the wedding. Um, So then Lorelai is just like, oh, well, you know, I think it's great. Your parents are so happy and everything. Um, but of course when she says that she has like an edge to her voice Um, and Max says that she can think of it as if like he his parents are her parents are her parents now too Um, but Lorelai doesn't see it that way because she thinks of it as like oh Max has loving parents who care about him and I just have parents Um, and Max says that he didn't mean to upset Lorelai and Lorelai says that she's not upset with him And how she can't get over how Emily just said, Oh, that's nice. I hope we'll be in town. Um, So Max says that he's not really like surprised because that's who Emily is and she can't like change her. And uh, Lorelei wants to like basically just drop the subject and leave the restaurant. Um, So then they leave and Max is driving and he's apologizing and trying to offer like logical reasons why Emily might have reacted that way and Lorelai's is just like sort of passively responding and going like "Uh uh-huh yeah you know Um, and giving him like directions on where to go so ultimately they end up at Emily and Richard's house and Max tries to stop her by saying that it's not a good idea to go in because it would be best if she just like took the night to calm down and think this through and then talk to her Um, but Lorelai says that she's like just emotional enough So Lorelai just keeps like ringing the doorbell and Emily answers the door and, you know, she's understandably confused as to why Lorelai is there with Max and Lorelai explains that she's not fine and how she's confused about Emily and she starts asking Emily questions like, oh, well, why can't you keep a maid in the house and why can't you muster up like fake enthusiasm when you hear that your only daughter is telling you that she's getting married? Um, and Emily dismisses her and is just like, oh, no, you're being hysterical. And Lorelai starts crying and explaining how Emily's reaction hurt her. And Emily yells at Lorelai, saying that it hurt just like how it hurt her to hear from a complete stranger that your only daughter's getting married and you're the last person to know about it. Um, so Emily is also, like, pretty angry at this point as well. And so Emily is just like, Okay, I'm going to go to bed. Um so she's she like holds the main door open for Lorelai and Max to leave and Max tells Emily like pretty awkwardly that his parents would like to have lunch with her and Mr. Gilmore soon. And um Emily just like stares at him and doesn't respond and he's just like, "Oh, okay. Nice meeting you. Thanks." And then they both leave. Um and Emily as soon as she closes the door, she breaks down into tears. Um, So, yeah, what did you guys think of this very, like,
2: intense scene?
1: I thought it was... Oh, go ahead.
2: (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, like, so many dramatic moments and everything. I thought it was, like, interesting that while Lorelai was super emotional, she wanted to go there and, like, you know, sort this entire thing out. And she kept talking and talking and talking and, like, didn't give Emily a chance. And then when Emily actually spoke... I think that's when she was like oh shit like I actually did something terrible and that's why you know my mom reacted like this and I also thought it was funny that Max awkwardly like said oh hey so my parents would like to have dinner or like you know get together with you guys and Emily pretty much just gave him that death scare like you better leave <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I think it was, like, quite emotional for both of them. They were both, like, in the wrong, and I think they, like, understood to a certain level that both of them made equal mistakes.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think there was a lot of miscommunication uh, between Emily and Lorelai, and both of them are um, very prideful, especially Emily, and they didn't want to um, admit to each other, and yeah it just ended up blowing up in their faces <laughs> yeah and Max just being awkward is was just really funny yeah
0: yeah he was like really awkward and also like earlier he was more like a logical almost like a third party perspective of what's going on and he was trying to like explain probably why Emily reacted the way she did and why Lorelai probably reacted the way she did but like Lorelai just was not in the mood to hear it and she's like nope I have to deal with this with her right now and just talk with her about it so yeah pretty intense scene um yeah Anusha can you tell us what happens next
1: yeah um so then we cut to a scene in the Independence Inn and Michelle and Suki are in the lobby arguing and Suki is trying to get an opinion about which cookies to serve for Lorelei's engagement party for Michelle. And he's just fed up and keeps saying, I don't care in his (laughs) French accent. And Suki's just like, just pick a cookie. And for the rest of their lives, they're going to think back on this party. And they're going to remember who came to the party and what cookies there were. And Michelle goes, wow, the world is very small, isn't it? (laughs) And She's getting super mad and is yelling at Michelle to just eat the cookies and tell her which ones to serve. And Michelle yells back at her saying he only eats 1500 calories a day and that if he eats the cookies, he can't have his Boka burger later. And he sounded very distraught about it. <laughs> and then um, Lorelai walks into the inn and asks Suki if there's any coffee left because she had a rough night. And Suki said she doesn't know and Lorelai says oh it's fine and that she'll make some for herself and Suki quickly rushes to her saying she'll make it and is trying to prevent her from going into the kitchen Um, but Lorelai walks into the kitchen anyway and sees all the decorations and cakes and stuff for her engagement party and she's just very shocked and surprised and she's telling Suki how amazing everything is. And she asked her if Suki had invited her parents. And Suki said she did and that she was torn because Lorelai and them didn't really get along. But then she thought it's her wedding and she assumed Lorelai wanted them there. And then Suki looked at Lorelai's face and assumed Lorelai's mom like t- told her about the party, not not realizing Lorelai didn't actually tell her parents about the engagement in the first place. Um, but Lorelai doesn't say anything about it to her, and Suki asked her if they're coming because Emily never got back to her, and Lorelai lied and said they have a thing tonight and that they are they weren't going to make it. Um, so what did you guys think of this whole scene with Suki and Lorelai and the little banter between Michelle and Suki?
2: I always love banter between Michelle and Suki. It is probably the best part about the entire show. uh um... As for, like, Suki and Lorelai, I thought it was so, like, sweet of Suki to to try and think about Lorelai. It's just that she just didn't know what their relationship truly is and how big of a mistake she made. But she was so, like, innocent and cute about it that, like, obviously Lorelai wasn't able to be like, oh, no, it turned out to be, like, a horrible thing. Why'd you do that? Which I thought um, it was really nice of Lorelai to just say, just kind of brush it off and continue on and
0: yeah yeah I agree and I also think like this was a really nice scene to have right after a intense scene that we had just seen um with Lorelai and uh Emily so I think it was like a nice sweet break
1: yeah I totally agree and Gilmore Girls is like very good about doing that the entire show we have like one dramatic scene and uh and then at, right after, we have a light, funny scene to, like, kind of compensate for that. Exactly. Yeah. So then we cut to Lorelai and Max's engagement party in the evening in the town square. And the whole place is, like, decorated. And the entire town is there celebrating with them. And there's music and dancing And then there's Kirk walking around with a megaphone, ordering people around and announcing that the buffet line is moving too slow and that there's no tossing of the almonds. He's like, I repeat, no tossing of the almonds. What did you guys think of Kirk doing this? I thought it was just the most hilarious thing ever.
0: I think he was in his element. (laughs) He's like, I've been waiting for this all year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then Dean walks up to Rory and asks how she is. And she says she's fine and asks him how he is. And he goes, I'm an idiot and says he misses her. And Rory said they just had a fight and that she missed him too. And Dean tells her he got jealous of Harvard for a second, but he loves that he, that she's going to Harvard. And Rory tells him that she sometimes gets tunnel vision when it comes to Harvard. And Dean tells her he understands and that she doesn't have to explain herself. And she tells him that she doesn't want him to feel unimportant. And that the only way he would become more important to her is that if he had a Kit Kat bar growing out of his head and then they kissed and made up. Um, What did you guys think of Dean and Rory here?
2: I liked it. I I liked the fact that they were both mature and they had like a real conversation about what happened and both apologized to each other. It was nice.
0: Yeah, I'm glad like their fight wasn't dragged out too long. Like I know it in a I think it's later this season they're gonna have a similar fight come up again, but I'm mm-hmm. glad at least for the sake of this episode they were able to resolve it right now.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm glad it wasn't like dragged out like you guys said. Yeah. Um then we cut to Max and Lorla sitting on their decorative thrones and Lorla is just quiet and she's staring over at Luke's diner. And Max looks over at her and asks her if she's okay, and Lorelei says she's fine, but she looks back over at Luke's again and tells Max that she'll be right back. And then Kirk can be heard on the megaphone yelling, only three treats per person, no hogging of the treats. (laughs) If caught with more than three treats per plate, you will be faced with possible expulsion of said party. And then Lorelai walks up to Kirk and asks if she can see the megaphone and Kirk says, sure. And then he hands it to her and she just takes it away from him and walks away. And Kirk just stands there looking really sad. (laughs) And then Lorelai walks into Luke's diner and she asks Luke why he isn't at her party and he tells her he got busy with the diner. And Lorelai tells him it's a big night for her and she feels like he should be there. And Luke just gives a small smile and doesn't say anything. And Lorelei goes, okay, I'll let you get back to filling your ketchup bottle. And she walks out. Um, what did you guys think of this little scene between Luke and Lorelei?
0: I thought it was interesting how, um, you know, Lorelei's at her uh, party and everything. And the one person who isn't there is Luke. And she made it a point to go inside of his diner and be like, hey, you should be here. Um, so I think it just says a lot about their
2: relationship. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, too, kind of like what you said. It was really interesting, the look that Luke actually gave at the end where he was just like, it was more of like a long sigh type of thing, like, oh, I wanted to be there. Like, I just can't be there type of a sigh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think it's so interesting like how Lorelai like thinks Luke how important Luke is to her that the most important thing happened to her, yet she still feels like the most important thing other than her engagement is like for Luke to be there with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we come back to the party and Suki is gushing all about how amazing the party and the food is to Jackson and how perfect Max and Lorelai are together. And Jackson just looks annoyed and wants to be done with the conversation. And he's being really quiet. And then he, Suki keeps going and um, he, gets, he just gets frustrated and just says, okay, I get it. And he tells Suki that all the marriage talk is making him nervous and that he knows they've hit that relationship mark where the hints start dropping and um, he's just, like, um, scared about the marriage talk. And Jackson tells Suki that he's not ready for marriage and Suki just says, okay, like, it's not a big deal. And then Jackson says, however, I'd be willing to move in. And Suki asks, move in where? And Jackson says, move in with you. And Suki starts laughing and thinks he's joking. And Jackson keeps telling her he's being serious and he wants to move in with her. But Suki just laughs even harder. Um, what did you guys think of Suki and Jackson here?
2: That oh, was cute. They're always so cute. Oh, yeah. And awkward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a continuation of the last episode where Jackson was just like, uh, feeling pressured that Suki's like oh Jackson isn't it great that Lorelai is like engaged and he's like "Um, okay I have to go <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I think they're like the cutest couple ever Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we see Lane getting into her mom's car in the middle of the party with her giant suitcase stra- strapped to the top of the car and she waves to Rory because um, she's going to Korea and then we see Max and Lorelai slow dancing together. And Lorelai looks over and sees that Luke had come to the party. And she gets really happy that he's there. Um, and then next we cut, we, we cut to the next day and uh, at Emily and Richard's house. And Emily is sitting inside um, writing a letter. And the doorbell rings and she calls to the maid to open the door. And it's Lorelai. And she walks in with a couple of veils in her hand, and she tells Emily that she was in the neighborhood, and um, she was trying to make a decision about a veil and thought Emily might have some opinions about which ones would look best on her. And she holds them up for Emily to see, but she's still upset at her, and she goes back to working and tells Lorelai that she's quite capable of choosing a veil for, her- for herself. And... Lorelai says she's sorry and she tells her that she doesn't know how to tell her things and that they don't communicate very well and that when something good happens to her she's afraid that Emily will make her feel bad about it and that when something bad happens um Emily will be like I told you so and um she tells her she also shares some of the blame for the circle that they always get into and um tells her that her words do have an effect on her and that um are very hurtful to her um but that uh, she didn't mean to hurt her and stuff and then emily just sits there quietly so lorelei says um she let her get back to writing her letter and she gets up and starts to leave and then emily blurts out that her head is much too big for a veil and that she could consider a tiara and tells lorelei that's what she wore for her wedding and um Lorelai, Lorelai gets happy and says okay and that she'll think about it and she turns and leaves um, what did you guys think of this last scene
2: I'm gonna talk about the a little bit before that scene if you don't mind <laughs> yeah uh, I thought it was really weird that Lane is leaving the, with this huge suitcase and <laughs> Rory is just sitting on the bench <laughs> but she's her best friend if that was my best friend i would have ran and given her a hug and like be like oh my god i'm gonna miss you because like at this point lane literally doesn't know when she's coming back
1: or if she's <laughs> even coming back yeah yeah
2: exactly so like i thought it was so rude of her to just like not even do anything about it
1: but, but, yeah.
2: yeah um coming back to Emily <laughs> and <laughs> <Laura> Lyon, Um <laughs> I thought it was, like, a really nice, mature conversation that they had. It was good that Lorelai said all the things that she said. And it seemed like, you know, Emily also forgave her and tried to give her opinion (laughs) about the big head thing. And, you know, she was just (laughs) trying to make, like, nice talk between both of them. So it feels more like a mother-daughter conversation than just Emily and Lorelai conversation. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, thank you for talking about the lane scene because I literally was (laughs) going to bring up the exact same point. Like, (laughs) what? Like, literally, she just, like, I get it. Like, you're with your boyfriend. But, like, to just wave bye to her and not even get up and go hug her.
1: Yeah, especially since she doesn't know if she's coming back and she's going, like, out of the country. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's not like she's just leaving for a week or something. Like, she doesn't know when she's coming back. And during the whole lane situation um this whole plot line ever since it started like i don't know at least from my perspective rory doesn't seem like she cares
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah and like her boyfriend will be there like lane it's not going to be there right so i think lane deserves priority over rory's attention right now
2: right yeah. i would not uh. want her to be my best friend yeah same
0: (laughs) terrible friend I know (laughs) but yeah um with the Lorelai and Emily scene I'm really glad uh, that they were able to resolve it in this episode and like you guys said have that mature conversation the next day when both of them have kind of like cooled off um I do think it's interesting how Emily kind of gave a backhanded compliment type of thing at the end she's like oh your head is way too big for a veil um you should wear tiara like I did you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like bittersweet at the same time but I think that was Emily's way of saying like okay like I forgive you and I'm sorry yeah
1: Yeah. I don't think Emily can make any nice conversation without like point like um making jabs at someone else but I think this is Emily's version (laughs) of like apologizing (laughs) and making nice Right. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that was just the end of the episode.
2: Yeah. yeah. What did you guys think of the entire episode?
1: <laughs> I thought this was a good episode. Good, like balance of like comedy and trauma.
0: Yeah. Same. I like what Anusha said earlier. Like this show is so good at. Having a balance of both. So, even though there were like really dramatic moments, there were still like happier moments, like with um, Suki and Michelle and Jackson and Kirk. So, it's really nice to have those characters to like give that comedic relief.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. That's the best part about Gilmore Girls.
0: It definitely is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so um, that about wraps it up then. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Um, In our next episode, we'll be discussing a topic in the Gilmore Girls community. So definitely check that out. Um, You can support our our podcast by going to our link in the description. And you can find us on Instagram at Gilmore Girls Pod. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. And share this podcast with any friends that you know who enjoy Gilmore Girls. So we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.